you'll have to excuse me because I am about 45, 50 minutes late to getting this recording started. But there's a very good reason. Because I just came from seeing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, the latest in Marvel's Marvel Studios Guardian series and the MCU saga continuing on. So what we're going to do here is something a little new. I'm going to start. This is a creative podcast. It's the ADD experience is about art design and development. So I just wanted to get into some of that art design development and wrap it into some of my discussions that I have about movies, games, whatever I come across that I enjoy. And I would just want to kind of talk through and some of these things. So what I'm going to do with these, at least the way I'm starting it now, is I'm going to, fra- I, I don't want to say, I just want to make it where it's like, hey, here's my rating system, five star, six star, whatever. Say it's good or it's bad. I want to actually get into the discussion of should you go see this? What's it for? Who's it for? Why they've created things in such a certain way. It's going to take a while to get down the format, but I want to start working it out, and that's what I'm going to do here, starting with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And also towards the end of this, and I may split this up into a separate video, but you'll be able to see that, obviously, from the title. I want to create a spoiler-free section where I just discuss the overall overall vibe of the movie or the property, and then you can decide if you want to see it or not. And I'm going to keep the spoilers free from this for the first part of it, And then at the end, we can go into a spoiler discussion and just start going back and forth on some things. Pacing Pete, what's happening? I am just here discussing whether people should see Guardians of the Galaxy because I just took my slow self in and saw it right now. So let me put this little tag up here. Spoilers are off for the moment. No spoilers for now. There we go. Because I end up with a lot of people asking me, hey, should I see this or it? No, they don't ask me if they should see it. They say, is it good, right? That's that's what I end up hearing a lot of times. And I think that's a very broad question. So I just wanted to make it very, I don't know, a little more useful to people when they watch these things. I know some people watch them because they want to hear that something's good or they want to hear that it's bad or whatever. But I don't, I don't know. I just want to try something new with it. So anyway, let me just jump into it since I'm starting late already. I've got a basic set of criteria here that I'm going to be looking at. I'm going to be looking at the, or talking about the visuals, the style, the world, the characters, story, plot, the theme, genre. How tense is it? Is it for your family? Or is it for old people, young people? Do you need to be a comics head? These type of things I want to discuss. So one, we can get a better understanding of should someone actually see this or not. And so we can start discussing these things in a more I don't know, a more entertaining context where we can start really appreciating all the work that's being put into these without just saying, oh, dude, it sucked, man, and you suck, or no, I hate you, and flame comments or whatever. So we'll, we'll, we'll try that out. And Pete saying over here, he loved it. I, I was pleasantly surprised. I will say that. So getting into it, I was just pleasantly surprised. And you got to remember, none of these are characters or properties that anybody was really caring about at all before Guardians came out. So nobody nobody cared about the Guardians of the Galaxy. Nobody cared about the comic book. There may have been one or two people out there that were into the cosmic side of Marvel Studios or Marvel Comics, but no one cared. Just They just weren't a factor. But the only reason you knew about them 
was because they had some interesting covers once in a while and you would always see a raccoon with a gun or a raccoon flying a spaceship. And that was the one thing I remember as a kid. And they did a good job of showing that in these, they did a good job of putting that out there because if Rocket, that's the name of him, if Rocket wasn't there, then I don't think your your marketing would be the same because everybody talks about it in terms of, yeah, the group, the, they're in space and they're right and they have the raccoon. It's like, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm going to go over these in general and, and try to answer some questions and just have a spoiler free discussion for a little bit. And then I said at the end, we, I'll, I want to break into a whole discussion about it. Maybe this will take a half hour or so, 40 minutes at the max. Pacing Pete says, I wasn't sure what to expect, and I thought it was fantastic. So much emotional weight put into the story, and it was doing absolutely effing well. Good way of putting it. Good way of putting it. Overall, let me just let me just say, I give my overall impressions. I thought it was a strong film. A lot of stuff going on. Great visuals. Great, great audio. Great kinetics to, to your cinema. You're constantly being hit with a lot of visuals with a lot of audio, with a lot of ideas, with a lot of characters to kind of juggle in your head. A lot of it's a lot of stuff going on. So I'll put that put that out there that way. And it just really felt like a fun family movie. And I heard from people who were had never seen any of the Guardians who didn't know who these characters were that really enjoyed it in that way as well. So that's that's been a common theme that I've been hearing. It's a good family film. So just in general, good, action-packed, exciting. I want to call this a summer movie, but it's a little early for the summer, and maybe it didn't have... It wasn't brainless enough to be a summer movie. It was two hours and two and a half hours, so maybe it's a little bit too long to be called one of your summer explosion blockbuster movies, but it, it has a lot of the hallmarks of that. So those are my general impressions, just right off the bat, if you were to ask me if I thought it was good, that's what I would have said. But let me go ahead and go through these different pieces all on their own. So I'm going to be saying the positives and the negatives, or not the positive and negatives, what was strong about it and what may turn you on to it and what may push you off of it. I think that's a good way to kind of go over it in a spoiler-free way. So let's see what happens with that. First of all, people want to ask, what's it about? Basically, the Guardians, they're, these, they're a group of for lack of a better term, space pirates. And they're a, they're a group of space bandits, whatever you want to call them, space misfits. They become entangled in a situation where they have to go protect one of their own. And in this whole saga, they, they end up coming together as a family and protecting one of their own and becoming stronger because of it. Common, common theme, common type of story for a group of bandits or space patrol or whatever you want to call it. Common type of story in that sense. So if you've seen, if you've seen stories of where, where a group has to come together to overcome something, this is one of those movies. No surprise there, but it happens in space and madcap craziness ensues. I'll put it that way. So that's the overall vibe of it. And when, you, when someone asks you what's it, what it's about, bunch of crazy, wacky, 
individuals in space coming together to protect one of their own against a very powerful evil being. Typical, right? Right. And for that, in that sense, it is. So if you're not into that sort of thing, there you go. But well, let me go through the individual pieces of it. First off, how does it, how does it look? This thing looks pretty nice. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 has a very strong visual presence. That's definitely one of the things that that makes it interesting. It's very colorful. You've got a lot of different characters, a lot of different creatures, a lot of different locations that you're going to here and there. They did a very good job of connecting all of them so it doesn't seem as random as, say, I thought Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness seemed a little random. Everything here seems a lot more intentional. So every place you go, you're like, oh, I should be here. Oh, yeah, I should be here, too. Oh, this is great that we're going here. And if you're a fan of Star Wars and the different locations they have, I wouldn't go as far as to say it's that strong, with that much personality, but they cover a lot of ground and a lot of different areas. So you get a lot of visuals and a lot of locales to look at. Very, very nice look. And speaking of the looks, the characters are also very diverse and there's a lot of characters to go through. So it amazingly does a good job of jumping between all these different characters and their their pluses, their minuses, their infighting, their their teamwork, their cohesion, where they have their strengths and weaknesses. So it's definitely a character-based based drama where you have all these different characters that you have to you have to you're following along in all these characters' journey. And it all makes sense. A lot of these, a lot of movies with a lot of different characters you can't really catch everybody's motivation. You can't catch everybody's story arc. You can't catch everybody's reason for being there and their individual stories. But Guardians did a great job of doing all these different characters and keeping them together. And not just the main characters. There's the side characters. There's the fodder characters, enemy characters. A lot of different elements come into play. So very good job on the character front. And along with the looks, looks look, look of it, it really sounds nice. Guardians of the Galaxy is known for its music. It's got a it's got a definite style to it. If you don't understand the Guardians of the Galaxy story, they do use a lot of pop culture music, but it actually makes sense in the context of the movie. So, if you're looking for a more serious type of space drama, this isn't it. I'm supposing you've seen Guardians of the Galaxy one and two, but you don't actually need to have seen those to make sense of this movie. Because even with the characters, even with the different worlds, even with the fact that it's an MCU movie, it doesn't really connect to all those other things. It stands strong and it's contained in its own little world, its own little bubble, and it can exist without any previous knowledge, without any previous connection or story. No one should have to explain too much to you. So you don't have to worry about that part of it. And with all the different characters... It's amazing that this still works like it did. Now, the characters are are kind of kind of goofy, kind of some would call them goofy, wacky, weird, annoying in, in some cases, and that's that's something I've kind of hinted at here. But of all the things that just that I said were were strong and were good reasons to see the movie, you got to remember the overall context, and here's a reason you might not want to see it is because it's got it's got a weird style. It's offbeat and it's off kilter. 
if you think it's going to be a straight up kind of action or something, then don't. It's it's not your normal sci-fi. It's definitely in the weird category. And this movie was made, written, and directed by James Gunn. Now, James Gunn came from Trauma, Trauma Studios or Traumaville, where they made all kinds of weirdness in the past. The, the Toxic Avenger is one of their main characters. He comes from those guys. So over the years, he's been working with Marvel. He created the movie Brightburn. Slither is one of his. This is all, these are all kind of weird films. And he was the guy behind those. So if you're not into the weird side of things, you know, you that that's just a precaution. I still think it's good, but even for me, who's somebody who's into this stuff, I thought it was kind of weird. Maybe the younger, younger generation coming up may think it's really cute or whatever, but not just being weird in terms of bizarre, but it's also a lot of it edges on the starts getting into the grotesque kind of humor and weird funky grotesque kind of humor and style as i said that may be a turn on to some of you but that is a warning if if you like your stuff more straightforward and and plain vanilla sci-fi this is not that it's it's quite bizarre and the way they use humor and pop culture references and and the grotesque kind of in humor as i said before if you're not into that you may want to you may want to take a second thought about this and if you've seen the first two guardians of the galaxy it continues in that vein so if you haven't seen the first two guardians of the galaxy it definitely can number three definitely continues in that vein but it kicks it up to an even weirder notch. Maybe if you've seen, what was that? Suicide Squad, the the sequel, by James, the one by James Gunn. If you've seen that one, that's starting to get in the direction of the kind of weird, grotesque that this movie is. But even further in that direction, they just push it a little farther and go a little crazier with everything. A lot of Rick and Morty fans will probably be into it with a lot of the references and the way the humor is structured. But that's just, that that's a warning. I'm not usually into that. I don't particularly go for James Gunn style, but it works and it makes sense here and I still enjoyed it nevertheless. So the the theme. Now, getting into what it's about, this is this is definitely a group slash family kind of movie and yes Vin Diesel is still playing Groot here and it's a it's a group family kind of kind of problem they're dealing with it's a kind of group family fight and battle that they're going into so that pervades the entire storyline the entire drama and it's got a whole one for all all for one kind of vibe so if you're looking for any particular character to shine, I'm going to tell you they all kind of do their thing. They all kind of shine. It's a very well-balanced film in that respect. So, so it's definitely got a strong family vibe. If, you, if you've got other people that you want to go see it with, friends, family members, associates, coworkers, whatever, it's actually pretty good to go see with a group of people. 
because it's definitely got a group feel to it. So that's one thing to watch out for. And the plot. Here's the thing. The plot is actually, as I said, as I hinted at before, it's actually relatively simple. You could be pretty drunk and kind of go into this and still follow along. But if you're, and this is, this is a slick thing that I'm, I'm actually glad James Gunn was able to pull off. As I said, it's a relatively straightforward group faces a problem from an evil dude. They come together, they battle the evil dude and go about their business. Common thing we see in a lot of these hero movies and a lot of these space drama type of movies, sci-fi. But the way Guardians does it is it's complex and tricky enough underneath the surface where if you're really watching and you're really paying attention, you could see the different storylines between characters, between groups, between factions, between people who've known each other and forgotten each other and people who are angry at each other. You'll start seeing all these different stories crisscrossing underneath the simple story that they lay out for you. And I think the way they did that was pretty exciting. So if you're really watching and you're into a deep story and a deep plot, I really advise you to take care to watch how all the different characters move across the map to get to the end goal. It's actually pretty fascinating, and I do really applaud this this film for that one. Coherence. So I started, I want to throw out this idea of coherence. I thought this film was very well put together and a lot, all the elements match all the elements do their thing it's not like one one part of it makes sense while the other part doesn't make sense like sometimes you've seen an action movie and all the shooting scenes are cool but then the talking is is kind of blah or all the love scenes are interesting and you're you're worried about who's going to get together are they going to how is the relationship going to turn out but then the dialogue is kind of weird or stilted or the camera just isn't that exciting. This movie is pretty coherent and cohesive and all of it makes sense. It's very, all the relationships are kinetic. The movement's kinetic. The colors are very kinetic. Everything's just moving and hitting you all at once. And if anything, that's the only major downfall that it may be too much of a good thing. It may be too much going on for a lot of people. If you want to just kind of chill back and watch something that doesn't, as I said, it's not, it's not incredibly mind-bending, but if you're going to go in there and watch it and try to break apart, you know, all the different intricacies of this and that, you're going to need to keep up because it moves very quickly on all fronts. Visual, audio, story, dialogue, interrelations, the objective of all the characters it moves pretty fast and there's a lot going on but it's still relatively simple as i said it's a gun actually did a good job so i applaud him for this dialogue you know this isn't a dialogue heavy movie this is a uh, people in space blowing stuff up and the dialogue isn't this masterful multi-layered work of art but it's just fun and everybody's speaking what's what needs to be said and they keep moving so it works and it works well for this film and it's not something i had to stop and say i wish they had spoken more about or i wish they had talked about it it just does its job so if you're heavy into dialogue don't worry 
what they say will happen quickly and then they'll go about their business. But it's not a dialogue heavy movie. But the short quips they do say, they do. They do harken back to what I was saying earlier about the underlying stories of the characters, the objectives, the morals, etc., etc. So on to the style. I mentioned earlier that the styling was kind of, I mean, the whole thing had a vibe that was, that's kind of very James Gunn. It's got this weird, grotesque, futuristic, very open. And I mean, when I say grotesque, I mean, there's a lot of innuendo. There's a lot of just squishy, there's squishy stuff. There's like kind of gut-wrenching stuff it's not gory it's not very over it's not overtly gross but there are a lot of just kind of cringy things going on in this movie and it's hard to explain because this is james gunn's signature style and he knows how to do it well it's it makes sense for the movie it leaves you with an impression when you watch Black Panther, you're not going to see that. Black Panther's got a certain level of sophistication. This is like sophisticated grotesqueness. If you watch, I'm I'm using the word grotesque, and I mean that in its artistic, visual, experiential sense. Not that it's ugly, if that makes any sense. But yes, there's a lot of grotesqueness in there where Things are exaggerated. You hear certain sounds. You see certain visuals. Certain interactions are pushed just not not never where it's like too much, but just pushed to this point where you're almost uncomfortable with some of what's going on there. Like I said, a lot of innuendo, a lot of things you may not have thought about that come up. And it's a little bit shocking and jarring in some places, but that's a good thing because that ties into my next point. It really hits the emotes. It really hit the emote button. As goofy as these characters are, and as many of them as there are, it still manages to pull you in with a lot of emotional weight. And caring about these characters, they're so wild and so out of the box that anybody who has ever felt marginalized or different or special or unique in any way should be able to catch on to one of these things in the story. And that's that's really a big part of what Guardians is about is these different characters and they're they're just wild madcap uniqueness. And I applaud them for that. That's what you should be pushing for in these types of in type, types of movies. Where I mean the whole the whole group is a bunch of misfits basically. And I think everybody has been a misfit at one point or another. So it's pretty easy to latch on to somebody, some angle, something. Gosh, there's so much in here that there's something for everybody. And as I said, it moves very quickly. So if they're focusing on the character that you're not into, trust me, wait two and a half minutes. They'll be on the character you like, and you won't be able to keep your eyes off the screen. It just keeps moving. And let you know, I'm saying this, all this praise and I was tired and I had a headache going into it. And as I said, James Gunn doesn't really, as a, his style really doesn't do it for me. 
but he did it this time. So in general, I, if I was to go looking for a style, I would not go looking for James Gunn, but he really knocked it out the box this time. And even personal guesses aside, I know that he does a good job with what he's doing, personal feelings on what his work is like. All right. And uh, one thing, one thing though about this is there isn't much MCU. So if you're going in for a big MCU type of film, this isn't it. This is just kind of a movie on its own, doing its own thing, just existing on its own. It's not like you're going to get a lot of, a lot of connections. It's not like you're going to get a lot of relations to a lot of other movies. It just kind of exists on its own. They do talk about other things, obviously. They do reference them, but that's because they're in a shared world. It's not because it has much to do with the story itself. So I wouldn't go in there expecting a lot in terms of MCU connections. I'm just trying to hold my tongue here because I didn't want to spoil anything on this one. So that's what I've got for the spoiler-free discussion of this one. As I said, there's no there's no big fault in this movie. Should you go see it? If you're down with going to see a weird weird, wacky, out-of-the-box thinking sci-fi. If you're okay with that, you'll like this movie. In fact, if you are if you think you're not okay with it, the pluses might just make you a believer. The action's high, the visual's high, the audio, the audio is great, the comedy hits where it should hit. Um, nothing is too... There, there are some, there are awkward moments in there, but they're, they're done in a way where it's fun and it's not awkward for the viewer. It's a good movie. I would definitely recommend it, especially if you're, if you're a Guardians fan, obviously you're going to go see this. If you're an MCU fan, as I said, it's not like it's connected to the whole MCU lore really, but definitely go see it anyway if you're a fan of the Guardians or you want to see what they can do with these characters. Because I think there are a lot of really good ideas that came through. And there was one specific action scene that really stood out to me. If you thought, if you thought Daredevil had a good hallway scene, this hallway scene, I think that's the thing now. Everybody's trying to do a hallway scene. Guardians managed to do a hallway scene. So I'll, I'll, that's not even a spoiler. When you see it in the theater, you'll be like, oh my God, there it is. So that's going to do it for this one. I think I'll just cap that off and say, should you go see it? Yes, and the only reason you shouldn't is if you don't like weird stuff in outer space. I mean, you really have to not like weird stuff in outer space to dislike this. But if you've ever enjoyed the Jetsons or anything remotely unreal and fun, then you'll 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 enjoy this movie. I know I know people who, as I said, totally aren't into it and still enjoy the movie. So definitely very high on the list of should you check it out. In fact, I'm going to start a rating system here of four stars. And this isn't rating whether it's good or not, but based on the criteria I just gave, I'm going to give it a four star. That being my highest rating here. Should you go see it based on the stuff I've said, it, it hits a four star and that's going to be definitely go go check this out. All right, so that's it for this one. Remember, check me out at mrbenja.com and be sure to follow and subscribe. Also, all of these are going to 
are archived and go to YouTube and they go to my podcast stream. So be sure to check both of those out. And let me know if you're using Apple Podcasts or whatever, Google Play, YouTube, comment, send me a message. Let me know what you're thinking about this, what I can do to improve. And we'll go from there. Peace. Hey, thanks for joining me on this podcast. You all make everything I do possible, and I really do appreciate it. So even if you've got me on social, please visit MrBinja.com and see what's happening and how deep the rabbit hole goes. All right, I'll see you next time. Peace.